Psalm 34, again. Maybe some of you are kind of memorizing it as we go through this. Psalm 34, which is a psalm of deliverance. This is the living word of God. A psalm of David when he pretended madness before Abimelech who drove him away and he departed. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Amen. Well, Psalm 34, as I mentioned, is a psalm of deliverance, deliverance of the Lord for his people. That is, those who bless him at all times, like we read, who make their boast in him, and who exalt his name. And one of the means of deliverance and the blessing uh, from the Lord are his angels. He is his messengers. And I'm not talking about the wimpy, effeminate angels you see in paintings or children's books. Not talking about them at all. Uh, when the world, you know, the, the word talks about the host of heaven, they're talking about an army. It's an army of mighty angels, more powerful than we can possibly understand or fathom, and who battled the enemy, who are also strong, uh, and those who serve the enemy. So that's what I'm talking about this morning. And we go about our daily business, I think, without a lot of thought about angels, right? We don't think about angels that often, probably. Um, maybe we do, but we, we don't, probably don't often think, well, they're encamped around us. I mean, there's, that's a thought to meditate upon. And in that, we are somewhat like Elisha's servant. You remember Elisha's servant in Kings, 2 Kings 6? You know, the king of Syria wanted to... Uh, find out, you know, why, why are we always getting beat by the, you know, Israelites or by, you know, the king of Israel? Well, it turns out that uh, the king of Israel all, always knew his battle plans because Elisha knew, you know, told him, basically. So he was not happy with Elisha, kind of wanted to get rid of him. And this is what he said in 2 Kings 6. Therefore, he sent, 2 Kings 6, 14 through 17, Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, that's to Dothan, that's where Elisha and his servant were living. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God, that's the servant of Elisha, uh, arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? I think he was scared stiff. He said, What shall we do? And... Uh, so he answered, that is Elijah, do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. I don't know what the servant thought, but he probably looked at him and him. I mean, there's two of them. And so, okay, I, you know. But soon, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now you're talking about horses of fire and chariots of fire with angels in them, I assume, and uh, all around Elisha. So what do you think the servant thought then? I don't think he thought that this earthly army was any match for the heavenly army. 
uh, the powerful servants of the Lord who protect his people and, uh, this, and serves the will of God. And we also should not fear, like uh, Elisha's servant did, the power of the enemy against us. And we do have a powerful enemy. But those who are with us, even if we don't see them encamped around us, are more than those who are with the enemy. Amen? Let's live that way. In 1 John it says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Can you imagine what Elisha's servant felt when he first saw the mighty army of angels encamped around them? You know, I'm sure he knew that uh, the angels could whip the Syrians with no problem. And so I, I'm pretty sure the fury of the Syrian army was taken away at that point. And so rather than fearing the enemy, he now grew in his fear of the Lord and so was delivered from his fear of the earthly enemy. That's how we also must do so to be delivered. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. And it's important in our daily battles with the world and the battles with our own sinful self and the battles with our enemy that we remember that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And part of fearing the Lord and honoring him is to do what it says in the next verse, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We can have an army of angels around us, but we are called, brothers and sisters, to be responsible in taking up our armor. We do both. Psalm 34, 7 also refers to our covenant angel, that is Jesus Christ. He is the captain of the hosts of heaven. In Joshua 5, it says this, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? Wow, I, how bold was that? Are you for us or for our adversaries? And so he said, that, that is the angel. No, but as, or the Lord Jesus Christ, actually. No, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? I believe that's what we would do if, if we saw angels. And, and uh, then this is how David prayed against his enemies because he knew also the commander of the army of the Lord. In Psalm 35, he said, Let them, that's the enemy, be like chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. That's the way we should be praying, brothers and sisters, and we can. And uh, may the Lord open our eyes of faith to see more his power and his might, and to rejoice in his host watching over us, his host encamped around us. Now the table of the Lord shows his great love for us and his great power. In love, he sacrificed himself to save us from the just penalty of our sin. And then he rose in power over death and all his and our enemies. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Let's fear the Lord of hosts this morning and praise him as we remember his body broken for us and his blood shed for us and the power of his resurrection. Let's pray. O oh Lord, open the eyes of your servants here to see you and by your grace work in us by the power of your spirit to walk by faith not in fear to rejoice that the lord of hosts is with us 
and your servant angels are all around us. Forgive us for the fear of man, which is a snare, because he who trusts in you is kept safe. Lord, we praise you for your deliverance through the work of the cross and rejoice in the power of your resurrection. And we praise you for your deliverance and pray this in the name of the commander of the army of the Lord Jesus Christ, our King. Amen.